Hi, and welcome to Finding Your Way Through Therapy. I am your host, Steve Bissam. I'm an author and mental health counselor. Are you curious about therapy? Do you feel there is a lot of mystery about therapy? Do you wonder what your therapist is doing and why? The goal of this podcast is to make therapy and psychology accessible to all by using real language and straight-to-the-point discussions. This podcast wants to remind you to take care of your mental health, just like you would your physical health. Therapy should not be intimidating. It should be a great way to better health. I will demystify what happens in counseling, discuss topics related to mental health, and discussions you can have with your therapist. I also want to introduce psychology in everyday life, as I feel most of our lives are enmeshed in psychology. I want to introduce the subtle and not-so-subtle ways psychology plays a factor in our lives. It will be my own mix of thoughts as well as special guests. So join me on this discovery of therapy and psychology. Hi, and welcome to episode 33 of Finding Your Way Through Therapy. I am Steve Biso. If you haven't listened to episode 32 yet with Pat Rice, please do so when you can. Me and Pat have known each other for years. We had a great conversation about spirituality. We talked about sobriety. We talked about all different things in regards to that Buddhism a whole lot. And yet we never really got to what we wanted to talk about. So I'm hoping to have him back soon. But today, what I want to talk about is using diagnosis on social media. So I have a TikTok account mostly to monitor my kids. And I also have an Instagram account that most people can follow at Real Steve Bison. You can go ahead and find that if you want. But what I found recently, especially on TikTok, is that they've really taken some very debilitating mental health diagnosis and they've minimized them in the sense that they kind of like say, well, people have these diagnoses and that's not really the case. So I want to tell you why I think it's so harmful to do it that way. One of the first thing is that you need to realize that symptoms that are normal are depression, anxiety, trauma. We all have some forms of those at different times in our life. We do a lot of things. We get distracted. What you're comparing yourself to when you say, I have OCD, ADHD, major depression disorder, PTSD, you're taking something that's debilitating to others that can't function for months and years sometimes, and you're minimizing what they've been through by saying that you have the same exact thing because you've had it for a couple of weeks. I think that that's why you ought to be very careful about these false diagnoses from something that you saw on social media. The other point that I want to make is that diagnosis is a set of criteria that are true and specific to different things. And there are people who are trained to do so, including myself, social workers, psychologists, obviously doctors, psychiatrists, and so on and so forth. But now you're using these specific diagnoses. You pick and choose which symptoms you have, and you kind of like, minimize the work that individuals do for that from a third party. I think that when you want a diagnosis, you need to have a third party assess you. You can't self-assess. While it's great that we are now being more mindful in regards to diagnosis and mental health in general, and I think that that's something that I'm very happy about, I'm also not very happy about how we're also kind of like hearing things like, oh, I have OCD or I have ADHD or I have ADD, when it's not really diagnosable by yourself, you got to have a third party do so. It really diminishes the roles that we have. And one of the things that also happens when people have these struggles is that they turn around and they look for the information they're seeking. And so what I talk about is that, you know, if you want to have OCD, I think I can find it for you. If you want to have ADD, I can find it for you. What you got to realize is that if you cherry pick 
some of the symptoms in order to find yourself with a crippling diagnosis, which most people who have those diagnoses are not that thrilled to have, frankly. I think that that's the stuff that you got to be very careful about. And that's not very healthy in general. You want to treat some of your anxiety. That's great. Saying that you have generalized anxiety disorder is a whole different ballgame. And I don't necessarily agree with that. So we, we need to be very careful in regard to that. And I have an example of someone who once was getting off substances and they were telling me about how they found a Russian website that showed that they're going to have side effect from blank. And what that really strikes me as is the same thing with TikTok and Instagram. If I want to find something that confirms my diagnosis or my bias in regards to diagnosis, I could probably find it. But that's not really true, right? We got to look for something that has .edu, .gov, or things like that so that you can have actual information about the diagnosis and how to treat it or what have you. So be careful. And that's why I think TikTok and Instagram is really not helping this field right now by kind of like finding that one thing that maybe perhaps helps you get that diagnosis, which, you know, again, third parties have not assessed for you. The other thing too, is that TikTok, Instagram, uh, mostly for teenagers, although Instagram is getting, I don't know, as my kids have said to me, older and TikTok is younger, but even that's getting a little older too. And when you talk about teenagers, there's a Erickson who's done the stages of life um, and has had great success with that. One of the stages at that age is identity versus role confusion. Teenagers tend to look for how to fit in society and it's also their psychosocial uh, development. So they try to get along with others? How do they get along with others? And sometimes they will identify some of these diagnosis and or symptoms and kind of make it who they are. And that's not necessarily a very healthy thing because you can have post-traumatic stress disorder, but that doesn't mean you're post-traumatic stress disorder. What I mean by that is I identify myself as someone who is a father, a son, um, a therapist, a human being, frankly, who happens to have a diagnosis of post-traumatic stress disorder. This is not who I am. And I think that that's what I think happens with teenagers is they find that identity through a diagnosis and that can be very, very detrimental to them. And one of the other things that I've seen on some TikToks and especially in the comments is that who has it worse? It becomes a competition. Who has the worst bipolar? Who has the worst ADD? Who has the worst symptoms? And that's not a competition to be had. I think that that's where the other detrimental thing about using diagnosis on social media has done is that I don't really sit there with my clients and go, you don't have it as bad as the bipolar client I saw blank time ago. That's not fair to them. That's not fair to anyone. Or you have less ADD than the other person, or you have it more, so you're really worse. At the end of the day, kind of like doing this whole competition thing and the comparison, which, you know, ultimately on a spiritual level, that's just very difficult to accept. But on a diagnostic level, does it really matter? Number one and number two, is that something that's really healthy for anyone? And what it really leads to is intolerance, which is a lot of the stuff that we've talked about for years in regards to social media and how it's created some intolerance for other people, other points of views. And ultimately, this is something that we're trying to fight. It's almost like bullying, right? When we don't have as bad criteria as the other person, we kind of go, well, my, I got it worse or they got it better. Who really doesn't matter who has it better or who has it worse. At the end of the day, a struggle is a struggle. And maybe sometimes not going to a diagnosis, but just saying, look, I'm struggling with my anxiety. Maybe that's just enough. At the end of the day, this, the kind of solutions I offer is this. 
If you need a third party to assess you, please take a third party to assess you. Don't assess yourself. Number two, being able to kind of like have some anxiety, have some depression, have some trauma, have some attention issues, uh, have some behaviors where they might seem obsessive at times. This is all stuff that does happen. That doesn't mean you have that diagnosis. And I ultimately never want someone to be a diagnosis. I don't think I've ever treated any client and said, oh, here comes the, I don't know, alcoholic. I, I know it's someone who happens to struggle with alcohol issues or whatever. And at the end of the day, what it's become is that we start identifying to our diagnosis and we lose our identity. We lose who we are and we don't give ourselves enough space to heal when we become a diagnosis. So that is why I really think that using diagnosis from social media is not beneficial to anyone. Episode 34 will be with Crystal Partney. Crystal is the author, speaker, and founder of Scattering Hope and Owl and Tissel. She's the host of the upcoming You Are Loved podcast. After losing her sister the day before her birthday from suicide, Crystal is trying to create more hope for everyone who needs it and talk about suicide openly instead of making it a big secret. I'm looking forward to that interview and uh, hope you enjoyed too. Please like, subscribe, or follow this podcast on your favorite platform. A glowing review is always helpful. And as a reminder, this podcast is for information, educational, and entertainment purposes. If you're struggling with a mental health or substance abuse issue, please reach out to a professional counselor or therapist for consultation.